Welcome back to our Easter 2013 series, Agog, A Glimpse of God. We are on day 25 of our adventure now, looking together at the life of the most amazing person in human history, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Today we look briefly again at Jesus preparing his disciples for the coming few days and his departure from them. Reading from John chapter 16. But now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you ask me where are you going. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the counsellor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convince the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no more. Of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. A little while and you will see me no more. Again a little while and you will see me. Some of his disciples said to one another, What is this that he says to us? A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me, and because I go to the Father. Jesus will be leaving his disciples soon. He has told them that they are to keep on loving one another and keep on being obedient to him. This would be evidence to the world that they are indeed Jesus' disciples. Jesus has warned them that they will be persecuted for being his disciples. Jesus has encouraged his disciples by saying he will send the Holy Spirit to be with them in order to help them testify about him. But as noticed by Jesus himself, no matter how many times he has told them he is leaving, not one of them has asked where he is going. He has also noted that they are full of sorrow. But Jesus continues with his encouragement about the Spirit who is to come after he has left them. At the time, the disciples still did not understand what Jesus was talking about. But soon they would understand completely because the Spirit who would come and live within them would clarify and proclaim all about Jesus' teachings and works to them. The Spirit would testify about Jesus' death on the cross and his subsequent resurrection. Jesus explains that while he could only be at one place physically at a time, the Spirit could be everywhere at once, regardless of where the disciples were when they were separated from each other. Therefore, it was better, Jesus says, that the Spirit be in them than to have Jesus beside them physically. Jesus also announces that the Holy Spirit would speak to the hearts of the disciples and to their fruit. This signifies the intimacy between the Holy God and the disciples and their fruit. That is, all believers. The Holy Spirit will come and work in the world, convincing people of their sin. He will show them that they are separated from a holy and righteous God, and also that in Satan and all who follow Satan will have already been judged by God. Once brought to faith, the Holy Spirit will perform several tasks for the disciples. 
He will guide them into all truth and develop what is coming in the future. The New Testament is the product of this work and that through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. For us today as fruit of the disciples, the Holy Spirit helps us to apply the Bible to our life in order that Jesus Christ be glorified. This Holy Spirit also ensures that Jesus is glorified. He makes Jesus known. Jesus' righteousness, power and glory will be the disciples' righteousness, power and glory, as it will be also for their fruit. Yes, the twelve disciples will experience sorrow and loss when Jesus is put on trial, crucified and dead. But after the resurrection, after Jesus is raised back to new life, the disciples' sorrow will soon turn to great joy, similar to the exceeding joy after the pains of childbirth. And it's not only his presence, but the disciples will also have his provision. Through answered prayer, joy abounds, claims Jesus. Prayer will be of necessary importance for the disciples, as it was a way to ensure unabated joy. Joy even amidst suffering and trouble. And now the disciples are finally starting to understand what Jesus was talking about. They understood that Jesus had perfectly godly knowledge of all things. Though Jesus' knowledge of their thoughts at the time reveals that their faith was still quite weak and insipid. One more time Jesus tells them that he is leaving. Indeed, his departure will be soon. Are you catching on yet, you disciples? One last warning about the time of persecution to come. But the disciples are to be of and have great joy because Jesus has overcome the world. And nothing, nothing, nothing can prevail against him. If the disciples abide with Jesus, then nothing will prevail against them and he will protect and provide for them. Come back tomorrow for day 26 of our series of Gog as we continue to look together at that most extraordinary man, Jesus Christ, through the Gospel accounts. We will start to see together Jesus in his final prayers. See you soon at Partakers.